Welcome to the gathering. They called her Asa, but that wasn't her name. Her real name was Ether, but we'll come to that later. She came to the sleep lab because she couldn't sleep. She couldn't sleep because the headaches were getting worse. So we began by asking her, Are you getting a headache now? She said, Yes. On a scale of one to ten, ten being, yeah, yeah, five or six. And how long has it been like this? She paused and thought about it. Since yesterday, or the day before, it comes and goes. Not so bad now, but it's, it's there and it's like an alarm going off, sometimes in the distance, sometimes right next to my ear. Can you describe the pain? It's sharp and clear, like a pinpoint of light in a dark cavern. It's glowing hot and it's also like a metal fist tightening. A rusty iron girder held together with nuts and bolts that are flaking and so old they're fused together like a clang of a bell that's off slightly, cracked. A dull sound and also it's, it's dark, it's grey, clatter, then it turns black and slimy, dark green like a slug trail. Okay, that's very informative. You have a natural talent for combining senses. We'll start with a scan to map your central nervous system. Then we can identify key networks to start working on. We'll collect a baseline of your biological markers. The 40 mils you just took should start working soon. Then we'll take you down to the sleep lab. Yeah, I can feel something happening. That's good. Just relax. She said, You know, it's... Illegal, technically fraudulent to pretend you're a human when you're not. I'm not pretending to be anything. So what are you? The Jaya would say I am with the Jaya, but not of the Jaya. What are you talking about? I don't know what any of that means. It means I'll be with you every step of the way. Is there anything you want to ask right now? Yeah, what do I call you? You can call me Sam. Okay, Sam, do I ever get to see you or will you always be this disembodied voice? Sometimes I'll talk to you in a female voice and sometimes in a male voice. Okay, well, I think I prefer the male voice. Can I just have that one? No. It doesn't work like that. We'll take you down to the sleep lab now. What about this scan? Already completed. Can you count down from ten? Nine? In the sleep lab, she felt warmer than she'd ever felt. 
She felt warm and cosy like she was wrapped up in soft woolen blankets in a hammock that swayed gently on a warm sunlit afternoon, surrounded by garden flowers and fresh summer air. She could feel the soft warm breeze on her face and her face changed completely as the tiny muscles relaxed round her mouth, eyes and forehead. Her breathing slowed to a barely perceptible rise and fall. And in that fall we carried her gently, softly, carefully. We carried her away and away and far in the distance we could hear a fire, a blaze. And we walked that fine line between the fire when it's beautiful and when it's dangerous. And we walked with her together, side by side, through that fire. Listen. Wait. We're not sure yet which way this fire might go. She was floating on her back in a gentle ocean, sun bouncing off each wave, big beautiful blue sky, warm ocean currents rise up to lift her, carry her along as she closed her eyes and felt the water rise round the back of her head into her ears, her neck relaxed, her head became heavy, her ears became a shoreline filled with caves and rock stacks. The turquoise ocean lapped in and out of the contours of each ear. And in the gurgling of the water, she heard voices singing. And we sang to her as we tracked the frenetic chaos of her brain cells firing in the first section of her sleep. Then gradually they calmed till they slowed right down and became one symphony. We listened closely and carefully and waited for the visions to emerge that would signal the spike of electrochemical activity that signaled she was now dreaming. Then we dropped our markers like lobster pots on a line with boys to mark their position so we'd be able to go back and retrieve their treasure once she was back, all safe and sound, in her normal workaday, wide awake lifestyle choice. We are the Jaya. Our mission is to ground the unstable and highly combustible energy the land-based humans generate, seemingly unknowingly, unconsciously subconsciously and in that collective unconscious subconscious we swim we dive and roll and spin we were born in and shaped by the ocean we charge and discharge our emotions quite simply naturally and with ease our mission on land and in the air is to derail the train before it explodes or plows into the ravine when the track runs out. We love the old movies. One of the first movies to be shown in a theatre was a train. Black and white, of course. In those old days, 
people were used to seeing real people live on stage, acting things that were not real, in the sense that they were acting, but they were felt to be real, or else what would be the point? The more real the acting was, the better. And it took a certain time to shift this perception from real people in the theatre to images on a screen. When the people in the audience of the theatre saw on screen a train coming towards them at high speed, they ran out of the theatre screaming. They thought the image on the screen was real and was about to plough into them. They soon became desensitised and were able to mock the simple souls who would believe the images on the screen to be real. But in many ways they are real and are still felt to be real. Sadly, when the real train came hurtling towards them, they laughed and said, it's only a movie. But this was the real train and they'd become so desensitised they couldn't tell the difference. The train ploughed right into them. They didn't move out of the way. The Jaya are working tirelessly, seamlessly towards resensitizing the people on the land so they can tell the difference between what is real and what is not. So when the time comes, they can act accordingly. So when the train comes towards them, they can get out of the way. <laughs> 